getting around people in those live events, like your DNA literally changes, your energy changes, you become a different person because you see people in your proximity, in your face-to-face, you can touch them who are doing the things that you want to do. And I've found that's been so powerful for me. So yes, online, listening to podcasts, watching videos, doing courses, doing virtual group coaching, one-on-one coaching, that's all awesome. And live events will always, always, always take the cake for the most amount of transformation that can happen. Whether it's a live event, whether it's a retreat, whether it's a mastermind, whatever it is, get in person. Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Chris. It is awesome to have you joining me here today. So stoked, Sam. Let's rock it. Yes, like I've already said, you've got the angel wings. I mean, if you're listening, you you can't see, but there's big wings on the wall behind Chris. It looks like they're coming out of his head. So I think we're just going to have so much fun. We're flying. I'm all about raising the energy. That's definitely what we're going to be doing here today, and especially diving into becoming your greatest possible self, one of my favorite topics, Sam. So I'm I'm stoked. But you took that right out of my mouth. Now, (laughs) we are going to talk about becoming your greatest possible self. And it is one of my favorite topics as well. Mm. It just is so exciting. But before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do right now before we get into how you got here. I love it. So today you'll see me doing a 12 hour live streaming broadcast every Wednesday and it's called Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. So I go from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific. I interview up to nine guests on a weekly basis. Tomorrow there's actually 13 guests in 12 spots all around retreats. Super, super stoked about that. And we've interviewed around 650 guests in the last two and a half years. It's all to help people who are tuning into podcasts and videos and want to grow themselves to become their greatest possible self. So I love doing that, helping people get their message out. We also help people launch their podcasts. We also do live events and retreats. There's so much going on and it's all to really, you know, share people, uh, share with people a path to become the best version of themselves. So how did you get onto this path? Everyone's always got this amazing story of how they've got here and I'd love you to share yours. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. Thank you so much. So uh, my journey really, I would say starts back in high school. Okay. I was super shy, introverted, didn't know how to, you know, pick up the phone and call the doctors, dentists, nothing. Right. I was afraid of the world, you know, I was so afraid of the world. And really it was, it was my ego. I was super afraid of my ego being damaged and hurt. It was super fragile. And I was a tough guy in video games, right? Like playing lots of video games, talking smack on uh, video games online to other people. But when it came to real life, I felt like this shrimpy little white boy with like no value to add, not tough. I acted tough, but deep down inside, I was was super insecure. So fast forward, I go to college, get my degree in electrical engineering, 
said, nine to five, not for me. That's not who I am. I'm meant to be free, as you can tell with the, the uh-huh. wings behind me, I'm meant to <laughs> soar, I'm meant to fly and become the best version of myself. And at the same time, I had discovered network marketing. So started learning about entrepreneurship and the world of like really serving people. And I was living a, a double life, so to speak, partying, drinking, and uh, getting into trouble. And so I ended up hitting a rock bottom in that phase of my life, trying to do two things at once, personal development, entrepreneurship, but also hanging out with those old people. And I said, hey, I got to make a decision here. I'm either going to keep being in these circles, keep winding up in this kind of a spot, or I'm going to make a decision and become the best version of myself. So I set out on that quest and I have been obsessive. I have been passionate. I have been just like totally ferocious in becoming the best version of myself and surrounding myself with epic people. And that's why I am where I am today. I love it. When you are hanging around, let's call them the other people, (laughs) for want of a better way of saying it. When you had that decision of this isn't what I want, was this something that just dropped in for you just out of nowhere and it was just very direct and it's like, oh, I have this wake up moment or was this a transition? Like, how did you decide I don't want this for my life anymore? Yeah. You know, I think the universe, we were talking about before on the the pre-call, the universe gives us hints, right? To, to, are we listening? So for anyone who's listening right now, you're listening, you're in the right place. Great job for being here because Sam's podcast is awesome. And I wasn't listening. I was getting these hints, these nudges, these like wake up calls from people around me, from life getting into you know trouble and I just wasn't paying attention. So yeah. I would say I got some big warnings, a big like, hey, Chris, wake the heck up because you are on the wrong path. But I didn't listen. I was, I was too caught up being the guy who just kind of went along with having fun and living for the moment. And that yeah. cost me by hitting a total rock bottom in my life. And it was a really dark scary time for my, for my life, but I felt like the biggest disappointment. I felt like I was breaking the hearts of the people around me, my friends, my family, my parents, especially who raised me with so much love. And that was the moment, you know, I think if there's, there's one thing I've noticed in the journeys of a lot of the guests who I've interviewed, when we get to that rock bottom point, and it's not just rock bottom for us, but we yeah. recognize, we, we become aware, we become conscious of the pain that we are inflicting on the people around us and seeing them and like the anguish in their eyes, the like, man, I just, I don't even know what to do. And like the hopelessness in their eyes because they've done everything that they know that they how and how to do, but they still can't get through to us. I think it's in that moment. And I'm getting like chills right now when I just, I snapped. And I think people snap when they recognize that it's not just about me. It's about the people around me and the impact and the consequences of my actions. And I think that's what wakes a lot of people up when they experience that pain. What do you think, Sam? I think that when we're not living in alignment with our values, the universe does come and gives us a little tap on our shoulder. And if we don't listen to that little tap, it gives us a big smack across the head. The problem is when we still don't listen, then that's when it really gives us, uh, as my friend Matthew Patty says, the golden boot of love. And that's the thing that knocks us. And I, I had another guest yesterday that I interviewed and that looked like her having a massive accident and being in a coma in bed and not able to move for 18 months, you know. And this is what happens when we're not in alignment with our values. And this is what I'm hearing with you. You weren't on the right path and the universe said, come on, Chris, this is not for you. This is not what you're meant to be doing. 
And what a blessing, you know, I think a lot of people can carry that as shame and guilt and regret, which I did for a while. It was super challenging, but I surrounded myself with people who I saw doing what I wanted to do. I hired coaches, I got into seminars and events and I said, hey, if they can come back from hardship and, you know, being in their own rock bottoms, their pits of despair, and they're here shining, living to tell the story about it and encouraging other people, then what gives me the right to stay in that kind of pity party and, you know, stay stuck? No, I have a message. I have a story, especially for the thought leaders. Like we're talking to thought leaders who your message, your story, your journey, that is your secret sauce. That is where all the answers lie. So go back in there, excavate it. And if it's a story that is disempowering you and you feel shame and guilt and regret, it's your responsibility to redefine that story so that it's empowering so that you wake up and you know why you're here. And you know why you go do what you do. You know why you go to your career. You know why you love people so deeply. And if you ever feel like you're not connected to your why or your purpose in life, like you get to go back there and dig through that pain and the suffering and the stuff that sucked because that's where the answers and the motivation lie, in my opinion. And what I love about that is we are responsible for our own life. We can take it wherever we want to go. It doesn't matter what happens to us. Nine times out of 10, there are people that, that have things like, you know, really bad things happen, but we get, still get to choose how we react to those. We're responsible for what happens next. Yeah, love we're, that. The, we're the creators, creators of our reality, right? Like we, yeah. we really are here to play, to experience. And I think that's another thing I want to share with the thought leaders, people who are building their businesses out there is if you are not having fun, that's your fault. And I'm not, I'm not saying it to be, to like make you feel guilty or wrong. There's no, no intention of that. It's your fault being, meaning that it's your responsibility. If you don't like it, if it's not fun for you, change it. If you're working for a boss that you don't like, or, you know, doing something on your transition out, or you have clients that you don't like, or you're doing work that you don't like, that is your creation. So you got yourself into this mess, so to speak, you can create your way out. The question is, what are you going to focus on? Because I'm sure people have heard this uh, analogy, your thoughts lead to your emotions, which lead to your actions, which lead to your results, right? And then that cycle repeats. So you get to start changing your thoughts and what you focus on, which shifts your emotions, which attracts different things to you. And you also take different actions, right? Because of those emotions, instead of feeling despair and like I'm unworthy and I don't matter. I actually show up and say, Hey, I got value to share with my story, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's, it's sticky, it's mucky. I'm not yet confident with it. Like I was in the beginning. I said, well, I have value to share. So I'm going to show up and do it. Even if I suck at it, which let's be honest on day one, we all suck at it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That is the beautiful part because that's day one and we never have to do day one again. Once that's ticked, Mm. it's done. So how did you move from network marketing into what you're doing now? Yeah. So like most people, I think most people have to search for what they are good at. Most people have to search for that secret sauce. I think a lot of people expect that, oh, I'm just going to find internet marketing, e-commerce. I'm going to find a podcast. I'm going to find coaching and it's going to be the perfect fit right off the bat. And I'm going to make millions of dollars. That wasn't my story. 
I, I struggled. I was like, I don't know what the heck to do. I had all this, this mindset junk that was coming up for me. And so I went through a couple different jobs, social media, door to door sales for Verizon. Let me tell you, I got some wow. super hardcore respect for, for, you know, business door to door sales. When people close the door on you, telling you to get out, yelling at you, that is like hardcore stuff. So for anyone who's doing sales in general, it takes such courage and to be unattached from the outcome. Mm-hmm. I just like so much love for you out there. And I started my coaching business about four and a half years ago. I was going to so many different events, live events. And uh, I don't know if anyone out there has felt this way, but I looked at the person on stage and I said, man, that's so awesome. If they can do it, surely I can do it. Like I'm, I'm smart enough. I'm intelligent enough. I can figure this out. And so I just started investing myself and continuing to show up volunteering. Here's another secret that got me to where I am today. Uh, I volunteered did more than was asked of me. At Toastmasters, I came to, became the secretary. I became the vice president of education. I became the president of the club within about a year. You know, I said, hey, give me, give me responsibility. I want to take it on. I want, to, I want to become more than I walked in the door as. The Chris Burns who walked in, it's not going to be the Chris Burns who walks out. So, I started there and then I really started, especially at some personal development training events. I was crewing in the back and then got opportunities to start speaking on stage because I just showed up with great energy. So, if anyone's out there listening, you want the, the secret to magnetize opportunities for you, like really dial in your energy, really dial um, in how you show up to the opportunity. It's not about the opportunity. It's about how you show up to the um, opportunity. Because that depends on what happens on the other side of that opportunity. And I'm really glad you brought that up because 10 years ago when I started off doing what I'm doing now, I did the same thing. I would include at the biggest events I could find. And I worked in so that within, you know, two events, I was like right in that inner circle. And I would look at what the systems were, the procedures. I would make sure I spoke to every speaker before they went on stage and ask them all about themselves. And you just start to really show up and be there and where you show up, that's kind of, it's washing over you. You know, you're taking that in, but also those people then remember you and you just don't know where those opportunities are going to end up. Wow, that's so beautiful. And it's like really being there. You know, another thing is I didn't treat them as better than me. I treated them as another human being, my equal. They might have more experience than me, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to idolize or worship them or treat them them like a God, you know, like I'm going to really relate to them as a human being and say, hey, how can I support you? What do you need? What what can I do to help? You know, and the people who have a generous, kind heart, like that's who I really loved working with. There's certain speakers who are going to have ego and who are going to make it all about them. And, you know, that's, that's, their deal. Like they're, they're on their journey, but I really love talking to the people who were like there to serve and they treated the audience member or the person who's, you know, investing in a high ticket program or the karma crew or the crewing person the same way. You know, I I really, I really believe that when you show up and serve, you take the spotlight off yourself. That's when magic happens. That's actually how the 12 hour marathon started. This 12 hour live stream I do is because I was at a place in my business where I'm like, I don't know who the heck I am. You know, how many, how many people can relate with that? Like, I have no idea who I am. I have no idea what my purpose is, but I'm going to figure it out. Well, let's take the pressure off of me and put the spotlight of success, the spotlight of appreciation and celebration onto someone else and highlight their gifts, especially like you, Samantha, you have programs, you have products, you have services for someone who's listening right now. If you want to get started, if you want to, let's say, make money and you're not like where you want to be yet, 
talk to Samantha, say, how can I, how can I support you, Samantha, in getting your message out? If you're like listening to this podcast, you love this energy and this, this vibe, talk to Samantha and say, I want to promote you because I believe in you. And that's something that I, I really valued is saying, who has products, services, programs, things that I believe in, who I'm willing to stand behind, who I'm willing to promote and say, I value this. So we started off with a 12-hour live stream promoting one person, one offer, and it was for a webinar just to send people to a webinar. And so I said, man, this was epic. We had so much fun on this 12-hour live stream. We got to keep doing this. And so we started doing it every week and tomorrow's the 116th one. So it's just, it's just, all about putting other people first and serving them while it's this like, oh my gosh, this is the conflict. And I'll, I'll stop talking in just a sec, but, but <laughs> I tend to just like get on a freaking oh, good one. So self-care and valuing yourself. I think it's one of the biggest challenges of thought leaders and of coaches. You have to own your worth. You have to own your value and put service first, serve other yeah, people and add value yeah. to them. What do you, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, totally agree in putting other people in the spotlight. That's one of the things I love about the podcast. I get to put people in the spotlight like you, Chris. You know, you've been in my world for a while and you're doing amazing things. And I love interviewing people and sharing what they do with the world. The question that I want to ask though is, what the heck were you thinking when you decided (laughs) that you would do it for 12 hours? (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to sit here and talk with you for an hour, but as much as I love you, 12 hours is not going to (laughs) happen. You know, I've been a super laser focused guy for a lot of my life. And when I go do something, I go all in. It's like this fiery passion within me, Samantha. And uh, I knew to be noticed, to claim your spot in something epic in life, you have to do something different. You have to do something that's controversial, that people are like, what the heck are you doing? Like, are you, are you crazy? Are you passionate? Are you both? Like, I don't know. And so, I really said, I'm going to claim my spot by being willing to do what other people won't. People are not willing to sit in front of a camera and go for 12 hours straight every single week. That's just Mm. like people are juggling too much and I get it. We're all busy, content creation, content consumption. There's like this, this beautiful ecosystem that we have in the world today of how often people are able to consume content. So we, we decided to do a podcast every day because we have so much content, so much great content. But I knew from the beginning, I had to think bigger. And that's something I want someone to to write down, like really, really write this down. Think bigger. Because the same level of problem that you have, the same level of thinking and energy that it takes to, let's say, create $1,000 a month or $5,000 a month or, you know, whatever you're going for, whatever your goals are, maybe it's $10,000 a month. The same level of thinking that goes into that, like you can put that into saying, how do I make $20,000 a month or $100,000 a month? Mm. Like you can put that same level of energy. So it's just a question of surrounding yourself, in my opinion, Samantha, with the people who get you to believe that $20,000, $50,000, $100,000 a month is possible. And I've, I've really been blessed to surround myself with those kinds of people to stretch me outside of my comfort zone. That is the number one thing I would say is the secret to success, being around the right people. And I can say it for me with 100% conviction that has been the thing that every time I'm reaching the next level, it's who are the people I need to be around. And I think back, it was probably maybe five years ago at the time, I was really proud of myself, had this really cool online membership. It was $97 a month. It was heaps of fun. I loved it. And my coach at the time said, okay, Now I want you to 10X that. And I was like, $997 a month. Are you kidding me? And she went, well, if you can't (laughs) offer the same thing, like, and this is where I think a lot of people Mm. fall down. 
right? They just go, oh, I'll 10X yeah. it. And then, oh, it didn't work. The question mm. was, for you to 10X it, what do you need to do differently in the next 30 days? Wow. And within 30 wow. days, that $97 product was a $997 product. It was actually a completely different product. And yeah. it changed my life because it was someone questioned a belief that I had and took me to a new level. So it is so important to surround yourself with the right people. All of my friends have extremely successful businesses and they're amazing people. But when people, you know, on social media, oh, it's not possible to do, you know, to have six-figure business or six-figure months or a seven-figure business or eight figures or whatever they pull out, I just go, well, that's your reality because that's what you're surrounding yourself with. What if you could actually change that reality? Because in my reality, it's possible because it's happening every single day. I'm seeing it and I'm seeing the value that people are sharing with the world. So yeah, you need to put yourself around the right people that create the reality that you are in charge of creating. Yeah. And especially right now on this podcast, people get access to this level of conversation, right? And mm. we may not be making billions of dollars, but they get access to this yet. level of impactful. <laughs> exa- yes, yes, yes. I love that you said that. Thank you, Samantha. Yes, yes. And, you know, people are getting value in these conversations so that they can grow, right? Mm. And I know you mentioned in one of your, I think it was previous video on YouTube, you were talking about live events, how valuable yes. live events are because yes. getting around people in those live events, like your DNA literally changes, your energy changes, you become a different person because you see people in your proximity, in your face-to-face, you can touch them, who are doing the things that you want to do. And I've found that's been so powerful for me. So yes, online, listening to podcasts, watching videos, doing courses, doing virtual group coaching, one-on-one coaching, that's all awesome. And live events will always, always, always take the cake for the most amount of transformation that can happen, whether it's a live event, whether it's a retreat, whether it's a mastermind, whatever it is, get in person. Oh, absolutely. How awesome are any live events? And I think retreats even more so because you have that immersive experience. You're not going home every day. You're not, oh, I've got to feed the cat. Oh, the kids want their, you know, their lunches packed. There is none of that. You're 24 seven in this immersive experience where the transformation is like sped up 10x. My gosh. And that's, that's so powerful when you don't break the state, right? When you're just staying in that energy, when you're staying in, Hey, what's possible? What's possible? All these new ideas, this, this new way of being this new mental paradigm, this paradigm of, of who you can be just gets locked in because you're consistent with it. You're focused with it. And I think that's a lot of things. Uh, one of the things that a lot of thought leaders, especially struggle with Samantha is so many different desire, so many different things that people want to do. So I'm curious, what have you found with like focus and telling your your clients and people all around you to focus? Like, does that, does that resonate with you? Oh, seriously. I am, <laughs> I am the biggest person about, come on people, bring it back. Like, I think that, I guess on that, I think that a lot of people take their vision too far out wow. and the outcome yeah. that they're looking at is such a a pie in the sky, unachievable thing. And, you know, when you bring it right back and go, what's just that one step that I need to take? Or what's the one thing that's going to move the needle 1% of my business today? Like just focus on that and the rest will start to come. But hang on a minute. I'm interviewing you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would love to know what is a retreat that you've been like, what's a moment that you've been mm. in a retreat that straight away drops in and goes, that moment in that experience changed my life. Man. Oh, I love this question. So the, the single most powerful retreat experience for me uh, was a firewalk. And uh, I was at this retreat and I did a firewalk and there's like, I don't know, 150, 200 people uh, outside, right? And there's two lanes of fire going. And so we were given this, I don't know if it's like a spirit name or a warrior name or something like that. Uh, but I basically said, my name is Chris effing burns. I am blue lightning and like I'm going for it or I'm, I'm committed to something. I don't, I don't remember what I said, but I was just like owning my power, owning the soul, the reason why I was here. And I just like walked across that fire, like nothing could stop me, you know? And so just like the space, the energy, the reminder of who I am and what I'm capable of in that moment, I just felt like the world melted away, disappeared. And I felt supported by people all around me to say, I can do anything that I put my mind to. So man, that was like so freaking powerful. And uh, I swear, I've never been the same since. It's been so powerful. Yeah. And they do change your whole reality from that moment forward. And even like your physiology changed as you like brought that memory back and, and totally embodied it. And that's the, that's the cool thing, right? Because then we can do that whenever we want. Yes. Yeah. It's like once you reach a certain threshold, just like a thermostat, just like a barometer, financial thermostat, right? Once you get to a certain level of saying, I can make this amount of money and you reach that point and you believe it, then it's attainable from then on. You know, you've broken through, you've broken through the ceiling and there might be stuff that gets in the way, self-sabotage, stuff like that. You know, people have success and then they lose it because of limiting beliefs and unworthiness and all kinds of stuff. But once you've done it, then you remember, hey, I've done it before. If I've done it once, I can do it again. There's that level of confidence, just like walking, right? Once you learn how to walk, like you know how to walk. There's no un unlearning how to walk. You might learn some bad habits about walking or say some dumb things about walking, have some <laughs> beliefs and self-sabotage about walking, but you remember how to walk. Beautiful. I'd love you to share a story of a client that you've worked with. We don't want to know who they are, but sure. someone that came to you that they are now the greatest possible mm. self of them. What have they gone on to do? Because I love these stories. Oh my gosh. I love it. So one of my clients, he launched his podcast. Okay. And before this, he came to me and uh, he was working a, a dead end job, like feeling like he didn't have the life that he wanted. He, he didn't have the fulfillment, wasn't living in his purpose. And he came to me, he's like, hey, I've been putting this off for like the longest time. And so I don't know what you found, Samantha, but just like having someone there, having a coach who's been there before, having a mentor or someone by you who says it's possible, who encourages you, who champions you, who gives you the structure, the processes, how to think, removes the blocks, removes the limiting thinking. That was so, so valuable for him. I see him today, you know, so lit up with his podcast, being able to do these interviews, being able to like really serve people and do what he loves. And he's not, you know, in his dream mansion yet. He is like, just so like, he has this sense of purpose again. And I think that's what my, my greatest gift is. We, I talk about greatest possible self, but when you really dive into it, it's like a feeling of aliveness. 
right? People mm. around me, they want this feeling of aliveness. They, want, they don't want to feel asleep. They don't want to feel like they're just kind of a zombie walking through life. They want the juice. They want the fulfillment. They want the magic, the miracles, the thrill of life. And so, I really just love reminding people that they create their reality and just giving them permission and watching them light up like this client who I worked with. And especially when they come saying, I've been putting it off for so long. What do I do? And I say, hey, just take the steps. I'm here with you. I know what it's like. You're not alone. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and you do need people in this journey because when you're doing something new, it feels new because it is. And there's a lot of fear because I've never been here before. I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't understand how to deal with these feelings. I'm feeling wobbly. Your walking analogy. And it's about having someone there to, to put you back on track or to give you a hand or to just say, you've got this. It's really, really important to have that person or that community. I think community is a big thing, you know, to champion you to get you over the line. Yeah, it's essential. And I think if there's one thing that I want someone in this in this podcast who's listening right now, you're listening to this, you're vibing with this, uh, take one new action from this, right? You don't, you don't have to go change the world, but just find out what's the one thing that really resonated with this about you. Maybe it's signing up with Samantha for one of her programs. Maybe it's getting to a live event, going to a meetup local to you, whatever that is for you, find the one thing that's really going to make a difference. And for me, it was really getting around those, those great people people. And I think like accountability partners, I wouldn't say it's always the best because sometimes there can be accountability partners who are not performing at the level that you want to. And so, it's kind of just two people sitting down in the hole saying, oh, it's okay. You didn't do what you said. You didn't do. Oh, it's okay. No, that's not the accountability partner you want. You want someone who's going to challenge you to be your best, right? So, if you're at that level, take that action, but just find someone who values something similar to you. You don't have to be in the same industry, but I would recommend you have similar values, personal yeah. development, growth, becoming successful, becoming fulfilled, having a great family, you know, uh, time and money, freedom, whatever it is for you, find someone who can be your best friend through this journey or a great friend. And don't worry if you find someone and they're not really the fit. You, you do it for a month or you do it for three months and it's like, okay, that person's not perfect. Keep searching, keep looking. I attracted the woman of my dreams. I literally drew her out, designed her, said she's going to be European. She's going to have this beautiful, radiant smile. She's going to be, you know, just so just perfect for me, right? Do personal development. I'm going to meet her at either a philanthropy event, like a, a charity or an auction or something, or a mastermind. And I met her at a mastermind. It's awesome. awesome. Um, so, <laughs> so, like a live event, I met her. And, you know, I just, I declared it. That's another thing I want to encourage everyone who's out there. Uh, declare your dreams to someone who you trust. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's people out there who you can share it with, who are going to tear you down, who are going to tell you all the reasons why it's not possible. But for me, what's worked for me and everyone has different formulas. You might want to write it in secret and keep it to yourself. For me personally, I've loved to share my dreams with the people who support and believe in me because one, they, they get fired up. They feel my enthusiasm. They're a reflection. They give me feedback. They, they say, okay, that's beautiful. So tell me, tell me more about it. Well, tell me more about this detail. Okay, beautiful. Let's start putting the pieces together. What, what can you do today to take a step towards that? So really giving it to a friend of mine, Lindsay Adamson, she's came on the marathon. She calls it a vision keeper, a vision keeper, someone who keeps your vision sacred, safe, and empowers it in you so that you can succeed and achieve it. So that is something that's super important for mm. me, Samantha. 
I love the vision key and it is really, really necessary to make sure that that person is someone that you do feel safe with because otherwise, yeah. they're, you know, obviously that's going to bring a whole raft of the problems otherwise. Yep. But, you know, you said you did say that it doesn't matter whether you declare it. I'm a big believer that it does matter. I believe that mm. you do have to declare it because when mm. you declare it, you're actually proving to yourself, yeah, I actually really do want this. I really believe it. It turns into a feeling. Like once, once that turns into a feeling, that's where the change happens. And once that's in us, once we've embodied that, it's amazing what can come from that. You know, someone might say, hey, look, you know, just on a call, you know, how can I help you? If you don't know what that vision is and you haven't declared it, how do you know what to say next? How do you know who to ask to have a connection with? Who do you know to hunt out to help you because you've got a challenge in your business? I think it's really important to declare it so that the how that you don't necessarily know how to build your business right now appears because we need to know what we need to do. We don't necessarily need to know how, but we do need to know what so that the how appears. Yeah, and focus on it. Jim Rohn talks about it's not about the goal that you set. It's about who you become in the process, right? Mm -hmm. Like who are you, who do you need to become to achieve that? My girlfriend, she coaches women and one of her clients like doesn't even know what she wants. She's just been so like comfortable kind of living in a comfort, living at her job and not really dreaming, not giving herself permission to desire something bigger to, to dream, you know? And I think that's what a lot of people have lost the ability to do is to dream. Mm -hmm. I know people who are tuning in right now, y'all are dreamers because you're listening to this podcast. You want to be the best version of yourself. You want to impact people. You want to serve people. So it's great to know that that's who you are as an identity and you have the raw ingredients. I'd, I'd like to say you have the raw ingredients. The question is, are you able to bake the cake? Are you able to put the recipe together? Because chances are, if you don't have what you want, you aren't really clear on what's the recipe. You mm. might say, well, I got some flour. I got some sugar. I got some charisma. I got some energy. I got some health but how do I piece it all together? And so having a vision and having that clarity, like you said, Samantha, is so essential to be able to paint the vision and then reverse engineer, work backwards of how do I get there? How do I take daily steps to make progress on that? Absolutely. Now, I know we were talking about retreats before, and I know that you're heading to one of my favorite places in the world in November, Bali. I love Bali. The first time I went there, let me just say, I hated it because I got really <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully I went back and fell in love with it and I think it's so cool that hanging out there. What is it that you're doing? Because you're going there and running something with your girlfriend, right? Yep. We're doing a retreat. It's called the Flow and Fire Retreat. And really it's for the driven entrepreneur, especially because, you know, I've seen so many people come on the marathon. They're, they have the success, but they just aren't fulfilled, right? They're constantly needing more. And I think I want to get people off this hamster wheel of always needing more, of always needing more money, more clients, more whatever, and get back into themselves to dive into themselves and create that fulfillment from within. So they can really create that sustainable success and fulfillment. So like lots of healing, lots of harmony, lots of like just happiness, right? What is really happiness to you? So it's a seven day retreat in Bali, like exclusive, just 
absolutely epic. It's November 11th. We're going to have a ton of fun. So if it, if it resonates with you, if you want to know more, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'm, I just, I love being able to serve people. And like, we're talking about events. We're talking about immersive experiences. You will freaking walk away a completely different person. And I'm sure you, you found the same Samantha for the retreats and the events that you went to that were just like totally immersive. Like you will never forget that experience, especially, I mean, come on, it's Bali. (laughs) I know, right? But I've been on retreats in all different, a lot of different places in the world and they're always amazing, always amazing. And so I just want to tap into that quickly. Is this your first time going to Bali? For yes, like first, running, first. Oh my goodness, you're going to yep. love it. You're going to love it. Yep. <laughs> when did you decide that you were going to run a retreat in Bali? Great question. So I believe that the life gives us these kind of nudges, right? right like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend kept saying, hey, I want to go to Bali. I'm feeling called to Bali. She's traveled the world. She's from Czech Republic, lived in Spain for four years, and now we're in Vegas. And uh, she kept saying it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you keep talking about Bali. Okay, let's go to Bali. Let's serve some people in a massive way, bring our clients, bring our tribe and have an unforgettable experience. Why not? And it's one of those things I'm sure you found, Samantha, where like you declare it and you have no freaking idea uh-huh. how it's all going to work out, right? <laughs> oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, I have no idea how it's all going to work out, but I've held, held live events before, done tons of workshops, and we're confident in our coaching ability. So we're like, hey, like, let, let's do it. We'll figure it out. We'll get the expert opinion of people around us. I'm doing a, like I said, a 12-hour live stream tomorrow specifically on retreats. So like it's a month and a half away at the time of this recording to be able to get the best wisdom, right? That's the, that's the one thing I'm sure you found is well with your podcast is like you get to ask the questions you get Uh to learn whatever skill you want whatever information whatever expertise and build relationships with these people so you know for future retreats especially I get to really start planting the seeds of adding value up front so that we can create magic even more in the years to come so I know this isn't our first retreat we're going to have many 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 retreats and so I just view it as, hey, I'm going to throw my hat over the wall. I'm going to figure it out. It's not going to be perfect. And it's going to work out perfectly in the grand scope of things. So I just trust. I show up and I do my best. And I know that the perfect people are already you know, signed up and coming and even more on their way. So it's like, I love what we're creating and just, ah, it's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all about putting your, you know, really deciding that you want something and going out there and doing, which is, you know, as entrepreneurs, what we have to do. I know that, and we're talking years ago, it was back in 2007. I've always wanted to go to to Disneyland. Like in Australia, we don't have Disneyland. I know it's around the corner for you guys, but you know, so I'd grown up on Sunday nights watching, you know, Sunday night Disney and I'd see this castle. I was like, I'm going to go there one day. I'm going to go there one day. And in 2006, I got this opportunity of, did I want to take my students from my dance studio to Disneyland? And I yes. thought, you know what? A, this gives me an excuse to go. B, it means that my trip's covered. I don't have to pay for it. And C, how awesome would Disneyland be with 85 people with me? And it was oh the most incredible experience. And by knowing what it was that I wanted, which was mm. as simple as I know I want to go to Disneyland, the opportunity fell, 
And I just went, bang, I'm going to snap that because I know that's what I want to do, which is exactly what you've done. It's like, I want to go there. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think a great exercise people can do is like literally in one years, three years, five years, whatever you feel good about. Uh, 12 months is usually a good time frame to kind of dream up some things, but just write, what would you like in your life? Just take out a pen and start writing it. If you haven't done this in a long time or never done it before, definitely do it. If you've done it before, and you haven't done it in a long time, do it again. Like, come on. Like, this is something that you don't just do once. In fact, I would recommend like periodically every year or so, really reviewing your goal, reviewing your life plan. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? And another thing I do every year, I set 101 things I want to be, do, and have this upcoming year, right? Now, heck no, I don't accomplish all of them because there's some stretches on that list. And it's just fun. It's fun. I I look at it every day. I just think about, you know, what is it going to take to accomplish these goals? What is it going to take? And so I'm I'm just constantly working, especially my subconscious mind, knowing that this list is there, constantly thinking about it. You know, when I walk by it and uh, I meditate on it, I look at the list and kind of just feel what it's like to achieve all these things. It's so powerful. So, you know, whether it's like getting some shoes or getting a massage or me and my girlfriend, we have one, it's kind of PG-13. We we, uh, do Naked Yoga by Candlelight, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> might, might be a little more than PT-13, but you know, it's it was just like something that I wanted to, to do to just create some trust in myself and just feel fully self-expressed around my girlfriend, which is awesome. So whatever it is, you know, just write it down, have fun with it, give yourself permission to dream. And over time, you'll find out, hey, what are the things that actually matter that you're doing, that you're thinking about, that you're checking off that list? And that will really give you insight into who you are and what's important to you. Yeah, I love that. That's a great takeaway from that. I'd never thought about that before. But I think also, the more you do dream, the bigger you dream. Once you've given yourself permission, it's just like, oh, cool, that was easy. How about we go to this level? Oh, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Let's go to this level. And I think that that's what is awesome. And my husband and I actually do this, like we create life by design. That's one of the things I do with my clients and we do it personally every quarter. We only did it last weekend and it's sitting down and it's like, you know, we sit separately and just, you know, write for, oh gosh, on the weekend, I think it was about three hours just in wow. silence, just writing everything down. But sharing it with each other is incredibly mm. empowering, incredibly powerful as well, what you can bring into your life. Oh my gosh, that is magic. It's like really when you have it come alive in someone else's mind and being and they, they're supporting it, that is the most powerful thing. I love how you said earlier, like it is a necessity to share what you're creating, right? Not everyone's going to be in alignment with it. Not everyone's going to say, I want to be a part of it. I value what you're doing. Some people are going to criticize you. Hey, that's going to happen, right? But for you to attract, especially a team, a tribe, a community of people who value what you value and want this greater vision to come to life, you have to share it. You have to get good at at being the champion for it or else the vision is going to die with you. And we want your visions to come to life. Like you were put on this planet for a reason to bring this to life. So let's bring it to life. 100%. Let's just loop back to your 12 hour long Facebook lives. From going through that, what has that brought to life for you personally and you and your business? Man, so much. So, so much. So, uh, we've done over a thousand, thousand one hundred hours of live streaming, right? And um, (laughs) it is not what we've accomplished. And I'm just super grateful to 
trust myself, to trust myself that no matter what happens, no matter who, who I come across, I mentioned earlier, I just, I see everyone as another person. I've recognized that we all feel the same feelings. We feel shame. We feel guilt. We feel unworthiness. We feel fear. We feel sadness. We feel disappointment, like all that stuff. And so hearing everyone's stories, I can really just create that relatability and have a real conversation, you know, and just recognize this is another person. They have their own stuff. They're going through stuff. So just have compassion, have grace. So I, I think I've really created a love for humanity even more, but also getting clarity on who I am in my message. After asking so many questions and listening to responses and learning and hearing the wisdom of these people, I've seen my curiosity bubble up and burst open even more and wonder, you know, I really think that the secret to being youthful is to having a constant state of curiosity, a constant state of how, how does the world work? How do people think in discovery, in play, in exploration? So I think that's the, the biggest thing I've learned is not to get into the trap of saying, oh, I've heard this before. I've interviewed someone like this before. No, like every single person is a unique soul with a completely unique journey. So how can I really connect in this moment? Uh, so it's really cherishing each moment and being super present. I love that. And I agree. I think that I feel so blessed every day to get to interview people on this podcast because I mean, how lucky am I? I get to learn all this stuff. <laughs> I get to ask the questions. It's so cool. And you yeah, can find the same thing. I do. I do. And another thing I, I love about this, I think I heard it on a previous episode too, that you're talking about, do you want to be a local business? Do you want to be a um, you know national business? Do you want to be a global business? And my goodness gracious, if you're a thought leader, hey, do what you want. But I say, go go for the whole enchilada, right? Go for oh, the yeah. big cheese. Like, go for the whole, whole world, especially in this world of abundance, right? There's mm -hmm. more than enough to go around. Don't limit yourself. Like, get good at one thing. Get me, get me right. Hear me, hear me out here. Get good at one thing, whatever that is. And if it's easy for you to do live events locally and get clientele locally, then do that. And don't limit yourself to, to being like only local. Don't limit yourself to only even being in your country. Be willing to travel, be willing to experience the world. Cause I think that there's so much value in seeing other cultures and understanding people in different countries and who speak different languages and go see how they live life. It'll give you so much wisdom. It'll give you so much perspective and it'll make you appreciate the things that you have and remember how similar we all are, right? Just cause they speak yeah. a different language, just cause they have a different culture skin or whatever it might be. Like we are all one human race. I valued all the conversations from people all over the world in, in Europe and Australia and Africa. And like, it's so awesome interviewing guests from all over. And I'm building my network of people. When I want to promote something, when I want to launch, launch something, not every guest is going to be like, heck yes, I want to support you. But the people who are supposed to, the people who are uh, in alignment with me, who, who right. value what I value, they'll jump up and they'll say, I love you, Chris. I love what you're up to. Let's do it. Let's rock it. Let's get this message out to the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm guessing from a lot of live stream, like more live stream that I could poke a stick at, you've gotten very <laughs> good at understanding how to really leverage those interviews 
Yeah, the repurposing of content is so key, Samantha. And I think a lot of people, they underestimate the power of content. You can transcribe interviews, you can create micro content, videos, blog posts, you can do audio, you can do video. There's so many different ways to use it. And I think it's really up to people's creativity. Like, what do you value? What does your audience really want? I think that's another thing a lot of people take for granted is they go build a product or build a podcast or whatever, and they don't really know what they're client or their perfect client or their perfect avatar or whatever really yeah. wants. And so yeah. figure out what that need is first and then go fill it. Absolutely. Just do it. Yes. Just do it first. Absolutely. Now, I believe that you've actually got a free download that you've put yes. together on how to promote those podcasts. So right. I'd love you to share that with my audience because I think this is like really cool. Sure. Yeah. So we wanted to teach our guests how to really make the most out of their interviews. And if there's anyone out there listening right now, who's like, Hey, I love Chris's energy. I value becoming your greatest possible self. I want to get my message out, like reach out to me. I love talking to people to help you get your message out more. If being a guest on the show is a fit, would love to talk to you about that. Uh, but also this interview maximizers free resource that we created. And basically I noticed a lot of guests kind of suck at promoting. <laughs> they kind of kind of are not doing it in a systemized strategic way and I said, "Okay, let's create a resource so that they can at least have something to help them out with that to really get the most out of your interview." And this goes with interviews, it goes with videos, it goes with any content. If you're featured in a article, you are responsible for freaking promoting that. Only let's say on Facebook, 3 to 5% of your audience actually sees it when you post it once. Okay? So it's up to you to make sure that the other 95% or whatever actually see it. And you do that by reposting. You do that by different times, different days, reposting, different mediums, different formats, whatever you can do to share that information again. Because, you know, people are busy. They got a ton of stuff going on. So we created this resource so that we give people the structure, the how-to, a checklist on, uh, you know, promoting that authority building content, especially. And you can go to beyourgps.com forward slash interview maximizer. And you can get access to that and, uh, you know, get it. It's a free download and it'll help you promote your upcoming interviews and content and just be a better marketer because people need what you have to offer. But a lot of people don't know who you are and they don't know the value that you have to give. So it's up to you to really own that, be your own greatest champion, your own greatest possible self and get the message out. I love that. And if you're listening to this in the gym or you're out for a walk and you missed that, the link will definitely be in the show notes so you can go and grab that. But I couldn't agree more. I think that too many people miss the opportunities of getting their message out to so many more people and are blind to the different ways to do that. And it is our responsibility as entrepreneurs who are going to change the world to actually get out there and do it. That's right. That's right, yeah. Samantha. I love it. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you today. It's been awesome to dive down the rabbit hole with you and discuss everything we have. But I'd love to know if for everyone that's listening, if there was one thing you want them to take away from this episode that just has them going, that has made my day, what would it be? I think, I feel, I know, dreaming. Dream again. Give yourself permission to dream. Write that list of 101 things that you could accomplish in 2020. We got the new year coming up. Stretch yourself. 10x what you think you can do. Say, I'm going to go to, you know, five new countries, even if you've never been to a new country. I don't care, right? Like, see what you can put up there and uh, just stretch yourself and give yourself permission to dream again. I think that that's the biggest thing is don't think small because it takes the same amount of energy that thinking big does. So you might as well think big. 
I love it. That is just such a beautiful way to finish up today. Thank you so much, Chris, for coming on the show. And I look forward to watching. I don't know that I'll be on for 12 hours, but I look forward to, <laughs> to uh, joining you on more live streams. It looks Definitely. fantastic. Definitely. Thanks, Thanks, Samantha. I appreciate you. And thank you for everyone who tuned in. Uh, Always finish what you start if it is in integrity, if it's it's in alignment with you, right? Because it's important to know when to pivot and finish what you start. So thanks for tuning in this whole episode. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. But before we go, have you joined us in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook? If not, Jump over there right now and connect with other entrepreneurs who are also building and scaling their business. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.